0: never let the hustle become greater than its purpose let me say this again never let the hustle becomes greater than its purpose why are you hustling well of course you're hustling to take care of your family you're hustling to position yourself better in that job you're hustling to open that business you're going to the gym, you're hustling, why? You want a different body, you want to perfect your body, you're hustling, you're doing your hair, you're buying clothes, you're you're hustling, you're hustling to be happy, you're hustling to, to get that guy's attention, you're hustling to get that woman's attention. We're all hustlers. Why are you hustling? If you're hustling to fulfill God's purpose on the earth, then be careful that you get so caught up in the hustle and forget that it's all for the glory of God and not for yourself.
1: All right, welcome to another episode of Black Equity Podcast. And this message uh, came from, let's make sure we get Bishop's name right.
0: the hustle this comes from
1: Bishop Henry Fernandez, I believe he's out in Florida. Uh, that message came to me over the weekend, and I shared it on our Black Equity Network page. Shout out to Bishop for a really great message on the hustle. And it brings me today to talk about the hustle and the purpose. And where does it really take us? as a community, you know, I really enjoy having two different perspectives. For those who know, I have a very similar format on how to acquire where I sit down and I break down uh, just uh, different ideas and investing and what the world or what the culture uh, has provided us, right? And then on Black equity, which is what you're listening to now, I'll sit down and analyze just society overall and how it impacts the wealth gap, how it impacts uh, wealth overall. Very similar. It's similar because it's me. So it's, you know, it's going to be similar when you have uh, a, a similar person delivering the message, but I try to focus on two different subject matters all together. So here on Black Equity Podcast, what I am looking to do is figure out where, where do we find the truth? Where do we find the accuracy when it comes to closing this wealth gap? What does wealth really mean? What is Black wealth? How do we figure this thing out together? And so I'm, I'm analyzing everything that comes within my realm. Little things get dropped in here and there. I said, wow, we need to look into that. How do we learn more about that? And then we study it, right? So that comes, that message from Bishop comes and it really woke me up, the hustle. It brought, it made me start thinking about um, paid in full, actually. Let's pull it up. It made me think about paid in full and Makai, I believe it's Makai Pfeiffer is talking about how he loves the game and the hustle and he needs it. Hopefully we'll be able to find that clip. Um, It made me think about that because I'm noticing a lot of people in this game. They're addicted. They're addicted to
2: the hustle. They don't want to admit
1: it though. They're addicted to being the hustler. They're addicted to being seen as a hustler. They're addicted. And I'm going to show you what I mean. It's so much about them that they may have missed the mark. So let's pull up Paid in Full and see if that scene pulls up with Makai. Paid in Full clip. Let's see if that pulls up. No, no, not that one. I remember he was sitting on a, a park bench and he was talking about how he loved the hustle. Oh, matter of fact, let's put in paid in full, loved the hustle. There it goes. Maybe that will help us. Well, maybe this is it. I thought he was sitting on the, on the car by the park or something. But we'll go with that one. We'll see what this one does. A lot of people assume that Topkin pilot. We'll go ahead and mute that uh, commercial while it pulls up. But yeah, I I find this to be a very fascinating topic of the hustle, because for a lot of people that's what they use when they are talking out here in these social media streets, right? Uh, no playback. Let's see if we get another video. Let's see. Please try again later.
2: Let's re
1: resubmit that page and see if it comes up. And if not, we'll try a different clip. Yeah, we'll try a different clip. It, it reminds me of that this so much. Let's see.
0: That white light. And it was like that light, man, was saying, You're dead.
1: Hey, you ain't got to be thinking about that, man. You here, you blessed. All right, baby, you blessed.
0: Seeing that light for a long time. Getting this money. Trying to stay, you know. Trying to stay about the light. About the spotlight. The club. And all that kind of stuff, man. Trying to hide. Trying to, you know. But it's all fake. Understand what I'm saying? This life, this game, there ain't no love in it. It don't love you back.
2: You no, know, um, I
1: feel you, eh? I do, man. But see, man, a nigga like me, man i love the game i love the hustle man I be feeling like one of them ball playing niggas you know like bird or magic or something
3: yeah you know a nigga got though a nigga could leave the league
1: but if i leave the fans still gonna love me man let's we'll stop it there let's we'll stop it there because i don't want to play the whole movie obviously go check out paid in full uh, wherever it stream him, it says here, you can buy or rent it on YouTube. Uh, definitely support paid in full. We don't wanna play the full movie here, but I think we got what we needed. We got exactly what we needed. You have Ace saying, yo, the, the game's not gonna love you. And you got Rich saying, see me, I need to hustle. I need to play. I be feeling like one of those, those ball players is what he says. And I feel like this wealth game is similar to that, especially like the podcast space. A lot of these these guys and and ladies, they need the hustle. They need to know that they're being loved. They need to know that the fans are out there. And so for a lot of them, it's about how many people are watching. Not about the actual, you know what I noticed? There's been a few people that I've come in contact with that, after they've they've done their rounds on the media, they'll go to like a, a white uh, major media company, and they've they've said things like, "Wow, I feel really seen here," right? You know, they'll they'll go out, they'll they'll do the Black podcast space uh, tour, and then somehow they end up on. I'm just making up a a play like Time Magazine or something. I don't know. That's not a real, I don't, don't, that's not a real scenario, but they'll end up on something, uh, entertainment television, Good Morning America, whatever it may be. And they'll start saying things like, wow, I feel so seen here. I didn't feel seen before. Let me, let me address that. Let me tell you why you don't feel seen in some of your previous conversations. It's not because they're Black media. It's because if someone is doing their job correctly, the story is not you. The only reason why people feel seen in white spaces is because usually they're the only Black person there. And so then it becomes about them and the white media companies are trying to tell a story about how diverse they are. Look how diverse we are. We have a black woman in front of us and look at all the things that she's gone through. She's done this. She's done this. She's done this. This black woman has done all these great things and look at the company that she has with her. The black media space does not see this black woman who's done all these great things or this black man who's done all these great things. What we're looking at is the problem you're solving. We're not fixate it on the fact that you're a, a Black man or a Black woman and you made it out of whatever it is, this imaginary thing that you've made it out of. People start feeling seen. Even Noriega was talking about that. I don't know if we have a, a, a video on it. But Noriega was talking about uh, people not coming to uh, hip hop. Uh, rappers and entertainers are not coming to support the hip hop Uh, media. They're instead going to big media. Let's see if we can get uh, somebody talking about that. Yeah, Nori calls out artists. Now here it is. Nori blasts rappers for doing interviews of non-hip-hop media like David Letterman. Let's see if we can get another source. I want to make sure we get an independent source that talks about this. So let's look at this video here obviously breakfast club does a, a great job but i don't want to always pull up a breakfast club uh thing here we are kofi's universe let's see what kofi's universe is talking about In the- riverside
2: fm lets you do remote
1: we'll mute the uh commercial as it comes up but even nori's saying this let's see what kofi's talking about what up Kofi? happen to be watching the world's truest source for hip-hop news black culture sports. No introduction, y'all. Let's talk about it. If you're new to my channel, thumbs up the video, hit the subscribe button. The best to this culture. I have always put hip hop first, and I see guys go to David Letterman, Zane Lowe's, and treat them with more respect than the culture, but say you want black excellence.
4: He said this on Wednesday, y'all. Also, um. He also made it clear that his gripe is not an issue of race and included Oprah
1: Winfrey and Gail King amongst the aforementioned hosts who've secured rare sit-downs with rap's biggest names. I'm- so we'll stop it there. Re- great job. Follow Kofi's Universe, 20,000 subscribers. Go support Kofi's Universe. I like, I like hearing from the independent media so we can hear their take. So just so you know, I'm not making any of this up noriega is saying yo y'all are skipping us and going going there excuse me you're skipping us and going there and i'm saying on the wealth side the people who are talking about business entrepreneurship their startup uh, maybe investing whatever it may be anything in that realm is similar they'll still come to have these conversations but they feel more acknowledged in these other locations And I'm telling you, here's why. You feel more acknowledged at these white owned places because they are seeing you as a Black person. Black people are not specifically seeing you as a Black person. And so a lot of people have got into the hustle and to the game, so then people will love them. They want the light shined on them, they want it to be about them. And what I'm saying is it was never supposed to be about you. Let's just, let's take an example. What's a, oh, you know what? Let's take a a example of slutty vegan, right? That was a a popular up, uh, up and coming company, right? Black owned, woman owned, company, slutty vegan. Now, let me ask you this. Is slutty vegan about food? Or is it about the entrepreneur? If slutty vegan comes on black equity podcast, should I be focusing more on the running the restaurant business? And and good thing we got we got slutty vegan on here. Uh, I I have not got paid for for this, but if you're watching this on Spotify right now, Slutty Vegan's uh, website is uh, on the video. So shout out, free promotion, go support Slutty Vegan if you like their food. And if we think of someone else, we'll think of someone else. Actually, another one came to my my mind. But let's focus on Slutty Vegan. We'll do a couple. Black-owned, woman-owned, Slutty Vegan. Here's my question. If they come on Black Equity podcast. Should I focus on the entrepreneur and say, wow, look at everything you've been through? Or should I focus on the food? How do you want a restaurant? So typically, if you know any of my conversations, I'll say, hey, tell us about your company. Tell us about, you know, how it all started. And we get a little bit about them and how they got into the space. So it's typically the first five, 10 minutes is about them. Once I get five or 10 minutes about them, it ain't about them no more. Now, after they've introduced themselves, they say they started Slutty Vegan or whatever it is that they started. Now we're talking about the restaurant. Okay, so when you're running a restaurant, what should we be paying attention to? You know, what are the things? And then they say, you got to look at your vendors. You got to look at this. You got to know this. You got to know your margins. You got to know where you're going to get your supply from. Okay, well, how do we get our supply? By, By the time we get to the second half of the interview or the second half of the conversation, it is no longer about whoever the owner is. Now at the end I'll say, how can people connect with you? How can people connect? Uh, How can they reach out to you? And then at the end I make it about them again, but that's how I structure a conversation. They, some people don't feel seen that way. They want the whole conversation to be about how they, they rose up and how it's all about them and how, how wonderful that they are. And I'm here to tell you, it's not about you. It's not about you. We'll pull up a, a another company. Uh, what's that pancake? That pancake company. We'll, we'll look it up. Black owned. And I'm just doing random places here.
2: Yeah, black owned pancake mix.
1: What's the name of that company? Vicky Cakes. Right. Shout out to Vicky Cakes. Support them if you've never heard of them before. Black-owned, woman-owned. Uh, I didn't know they did banana uh, pudding now. Well, that's dope. Look at this. Banana pudding, short stacks. So, okay, if Vicky Cakes comes on Black Equity Podcast, but she, we have an open invite. If you like to come, we would love to talk to you. If Vicky Cakes comes on Black Equity Podcast, uh, our story, here it is. How here it is. This is Christian and Courtney. This is their company. This husband and wife power couple founded company in 2019. So, if both of them came on, I would say, Oh, okay, how did it all happen? You know, I might even be eating their pancakes while I'm talking to them. So, so tell me, how did it all happen? The first five, 10, maybe 15 minutes will be about that. After that, oh no, now we got to get in, inside of the company how do we deal with packaging? How do you know you know, how to price everything? How did you know about shipping? Uh, what are some of the failures that you came across? What should we be paying attention to in this industry? What are some other companies that could come along and be uh, a good partner with you? It's not, at that point, and no shot at Vicky's, they didn't do anything wrong. I'm just using this as an example and go support them. At that point, once we're after that 15-minute mark, it is no longer really just about you. It is now about the pancake industry, or the food industry, or food and beverage, or whatever it is. It's about business. It's about the people who are listening are trying to learn something. They're trying to pick up on what it is that you are going to be able to teach them. And what I have found is a lot of people out here want it to be about them. So much so you can tell that it's about them by the way that the title of the podcast, the YouTube, whatever it is, you can tell it's about them based off of the title, how to make a fortune, right? It's, it's about the hustle, it, like, A lot of this, it comes down to, are you Ace or are you Rich? To go back to the paid and full analogy. Ace is saying, man, there ain't no love in this game. I'm trying to stay out of the spotlight. I'm trying to stay low-key. This is after he gets shot, almost killed. He's saying, man, I'm just trying to stay low-key. I'm not trying to be in the middle of all that. And Rich is saying, no, man, I love the game. I love the game. And I don't want to give the movie away. I'm not gonna give the movie away if you haven't seen Pain Fool. But Rich will soon learn that Ace is trying to give him some wisdom here. And like Kendrick Lamar is saying in his new album, you gotta shut up when love is talking. Ace is trying to tell him, be quiet, I'm trying to tell you, get out the game now. And Rich is not listening. So I'm here to tell everybody If you're going to be in this entrepreneurial world, this investment world, it's really not about you. And I mean that with all due respect. I know when you get on Good Morning America, I know when you get to the big leagues and the breakfast clubs, they're going to make it seem like it's all about you it ain't all about you and see what ends up happening is once you get there and you come back to the people, you're going to have a little bit of ego on you to the point where people are going to look at you different. And then they're going to be like, well, you know, people started hating on me when I got successful. No, they didn't. They did not hate you because you got successful. They started looking at you differently because it became all about you it became all about you.
0: Let's listen again. Never let the hustle become greater than its purpose. Let me say this again. Never let the hustle becomes greater than its purpose. Why are you hustling? Well, of course, you're hustling to take care of your family. You're hustling to position yourself better in that job you're hustling to open that business. You're going to the gym, you're hustling, why? You want a different body, you want to perfect your body, you're hustling, you're doing your hair, you're buying clothes, you're you're hustling, you're hustling to be happy, you're hustling to, to get that guy's attention, you're hustling to get that woman's attention. We're all hustlers. Why are you hustling? If you're hustling to fulfill God's purpose on the earth, then be careful that you get so caught up in the hustle and forget that it's all for the glory of God and not for yourself. Now
1: let's walk into that. So Derek, what's your purpose? Why are you here? That's what the people would ask. How do we know you're not trying to hustle us right now? Let me tell you what my purpose is. Let's pull up my page. Actually, I just posted something the other day. Actually, it was earlier today. Let's pull up my page on Twitter. And I'm gonna show you what I focus on for this whole thing. And then you could decide if I'm keeping it real or if I'm full of bullshit, right? I'm on my Twitter page right now for those who want to know. Uh, and who are not looking at the video. If you want to watch the video, uh, just head over and listen to us on Spotify. That's where you want to watch the video. At. Um, we've done this now three weeks in a row. It's actually pretty cool. Pretty cool. Okay, so let me pull up my profile. And here is my purpose. Then the Lord said to him, know for certain that f- for 400 years, your descendants will be strangers in a country, not their own, and that they will be enslaved and mistreated there, but I will punish the nation they serve as slaves and afterward they will come out with great wealth." I believe the 400 years are up and now is our time and anybody who gets in the way of this, I'm calling it out. Anybody, even myself, I believe now is the time our people to walk out with great wealth it has to be a collective of us not just one of us it ain't about just you it ain't just about millions and millions and we're doing this over here and oh look at us and it ain't about oh i feel seen it's about how do we collectively close this wealth gap and play the game at a fair place. And then once we do that, then it's a free for all at that point. Then the game is fair. Then there's black equity. And once there's black equity, who knows what happens at that point. We gotta get there first and then the game shifts. And we're this close, we're this close to getting there and people are so worried about being seen. They're so worried about, I love the game. I need that love. I need people to know who I am. I need to be seen. And th- they think they're doing the right thing by saying this. They think being in the media will help them. <clears throat> <sighs> All right. So where do we go from here? I want to look at a story about Vista. There was a story that came out over the weekend about Vista investing. Robert Smith, Robert Smith had a story, and I want to look at it. Because I think it may help us. So there's a Vista equity. So we want to look up Vista equity. And it was a recent story that came out about them. And I think it could help us to the overall point of this conversation. In the news, there it is, on Bloomberg. Two days ago, Robert Smith's Vista Equity snags early $9 billion for a new fund, boom.
2: Now we got a story. So for those who don't know, Robert Smith, we're going to pull up his bio. Robert Smith is,
1: oh, that's not Robert Smith. (laughs) That's the wrong Robert Smith. Oh, goodness. Not this Robert Smith, the investor, not the musician. All right. Robert Smith is an American businessman, philanthropist, chemical engineer, and investor. He's a founder, chairman, and CEO of private equity firm, Vista Equity Partners. That's, I mean, that's enough. We don't have to go through everything. Oh, education, Cornell, Columbia, businessman. Okay. So I don't want to you know go through everything. I just want to that at least, for those who have never heard of this, this gentleman, that's who Robert Smith is. Well, Robert Smith's Vista Equity snags early $9 billion from new fund is Austin-based buyout firm seals billions after, after a quiet period. Did, you, did anybody notice this word? Yes, I'm pausing for dramatic effect. Yes, I am. Austin-based buyout firm seals billions after a quiet period. Vista Equity has more than $93 billion in managed assets. So could help me understand this. So a lot of these people out here who are trying to be seen and, and, and show who they are, and I'm over here, look at what I've done, more than likely are probably playing in the $10 million or less. Maybe we'll even say $25 million or less. Some of them I'll even say $50 million or less. And they're oh look at what I did. Look at me, look at this. I did this, 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 and this. Oh, look at me. Oh, I ah, ooh, ooh, ooh. I love the game. I love the game. I'm a hustler. I'm a hustler. Ooh, ooh, ah, ooh. Right? The, the, all this noise, and you know, bells and whistles. Oh, look at me. I'm over here. Oh, ah, ooh, right there. Ooh, ooh, ah. And then they go to the and then they do all that. They go to the white media and they say, I feel so seen. But Robert Smith his private equity firm snags $9 billion quietly. Is anybody paying attention to what I'm trying to put on the table here? Is anybody picking this up? Maybe the move isn't to be bells and whistles and throwing your hands in the air and look at me. Vista Equity Partners is almost halfway to raising the $20 billion target it set for its flagship fund, according to people familiar with the situation. Led, and this is from Bloomberg. Led by billionaire Robert F. Smith, the eighth iteration of the private equity firm's main fund has garnered more than $9 billion in investor commitments, said one of the people who asked not to be identified because the information is private. The early capital pledges for Vista Equity Partners since initial plan service last year underscores the cachet Smith brings to tech deal making. A final close for the fund could come at year end, said one of the people. The reemergence of Vista comes at a bustling, bustling time for deal making, particularly given the stronghold private equity funds have because of a pullback in public equities. Vista has more than $90 billion in assets under management, according to his website. Vivid Seats Incorporated and Solera are among the firm's notable investments. This month, residential relocation services app Updater Incorporated said it had received a $215 million in financing from Vista's credit arm. They asked me, Derek, why are you here? the Lord said to him, know for certain that for 40 years, your descendants will be strangers in the country, not their own, and that they will be enslaved and mistreated there. But I will punish the nation they serve as slaves. And afterwards, they will come out with great wealth. And I am saying now's the time that we walk out with great wealth. We, not just you, we walk out with great wealth. Derek,
2: why are you
1: why are you so upset right now like what's the issue i'll tell you why i'm upset i'm gonna tell you why i'm upset you want to know why i'm upset let's pull up bob's uk bob in the uk they do some really great content i'm not upset with bob but they shared
4: something let's play it I say in everything you do, even as an entrepreneur, you should over-deliver, always, right? Because what happens is, when I was a teller, I was over-delivering, I was doing customer service. When I was customer service, I was over-delivering, I was being a personal banker. When I was a personal banker, I was over-delivering, I was acting like I was the manager, right? What happens is, now, number one, just from an energetic perspective, because I'm a big believer of the law of attraction, from an energy perspective, I'm being what I wanna be, right? I'm not, like, I'm not waiting until I'm, Multi millions in my account to be a multi millionaire. I'm a multi millionaire right now. I and move me. and walk and talk like a multi millionaire. You gotta be it first because once you be it, the universe, you confuse your, the universe. Like, yo, what's up, yo? This dude, <laughs> what's, yo, what's this up, up? up with this dude? He <laughs> moving like a multi
3: millionaire. got no, mil- yo, hurry up. Let's let's put some <laughs> millions in the account. You, you know what I'm trying to say, like, so you gotta confuse the universe.
1: Robert Smith's Vista Equity Snacks, early $9 billion from new fund. And Robert Smith didn't do any of that. He didn't have to confuse the universe and do all this. He didn't, I do agree that we have to be in frequency for what we want, but what I just heard there does not match the millionaires and the billionaires that I know personally. So what that video is going to do from this guy, David Never Sleeps and Mr. Cash, Ms. Ash Cash, what that video from them is going to do, a shout out to Bob UK for sharing that. I did not look for this video. I just follow Bob UK and obviously it popped up. See, I follow them. And anybody see that? I didn't go look. I just follow Bob in the UK because they, they do great stuff and it sounds great. But see, it says confuse the universe, right? Oh boy. I really tried to stay, I, I, I was trying to do, I was trying to stay away from it, y'all. Y'all know what I'm talking about. I was trying to stay away from it, but this is unacceptable. So God is
2: not the author of what I was
1: trying to stay. I was trying not to do this first Corinthians 14 and 33 for God is not the author of confusion, but of peace as in all churches of the saints. When I read Robert Smith's information, I was not confused one bit. It made perfect sense, right? What Robert Smith is doing, 9 billion and they got 10 more more billion to go. I'm not confused at all. The universe isn't confused. We all get it. It's very peaceful. It makes perfect sense. Remember, we were even telling you a couple episodes ago about having your own private equity firm. It was very peaceful in that conversation. Was there anything that was confusing? If, the, if it was, let me know. Right? So what the
4: hell is this? I say in everything you do, even as an entrepreneur, you should over-deliver, always, right? Because what happens is, when I was a teller, I was over-delivering, I was doing customer service. When I was customer service, I was over-delivering, I was being a personal banker. When I was a personal banker, I was over-delivering, I was acting like I was the manager, right? What happens is, now, number one, just from an energetic perspective, because I'm a big believer of the law of attraction, from an energy perspective, I'm being what I wanna be, right? I'm not, like, like I'm not waiting until I'm, multi-millions in my account to be a multi-millionaire talk I'm a multi-millionaire right now enemies. I move and walk and talk like a multi-millionaire you got to be it first because once you be it, the universe you confuse your, the universe like yo what's up yo this dude <laughs> this yo what's man. up with this dude he <laughs> moving like a multi-millionaire He
3: got no mil- yo hurry up let's, let's put some <laughs> millions in the account you, you know what I'm saying say? like so you got
2: to confuse the universe
1: First Corinthians 14, for God is not the author of confusion. Y'all, I can't put the glasses on this thing. So then the question is, well, who is this guy? If you don't know who he is, who is he? Now we got to do, now they're forcing my hand. Now I got to click his name and see, well, who is this guy? I am Ash Cash, Ash Cash. Exantus top financial educator teach everyday people how to live in abundance. For God is not the author of confusion, but of peace. Oh, he's the host of inside the vault. Inside the vault with ash cash. Inside the vault financial literacy podcast for everyday people who aspire to be millionaires executive producer don whoever and he's part of the e he's part of eyl network and we all know that means earn your leisure and i told you i fundamentally believe telling black people to earn their leisure telling
2: black people to earn their leisure is building things on quicksand. Do you see what I'm saying?
1: Does anybody see what I'm saying? And here's, now we gotta take it another step further. Inside the vault, right? He said, you gotta match the frequency and remember that? Inside the vault, right? That's where the frequency is. All right, they're forcing my hand. So let's let's go inside the vault and see where it takes us. Now, Robert Smith is not for aspiring and <laughs> aspiring millionaires. He's working with millionaires and has ninety-three billion dollars in the managed assets. Do y'all not see? I can't. Look, I'm trying to be as kind as possible here. So here's what we'll do. We'll do this very kindly. I want to I, I be respectful. Because what I don't want to become is a hater and a clout chaser or anything like that. We wouldn't want to do that. So what I'm, I'm trying to be polite, not yell. But Bob UK shared this. I love Bob UK's work. I have nothing against anyone, but this is unacceptable. He said, confuse the universe for God is not the author of confusion, but of peace. And so then now I had to look up this Ash Cash character because it seems to be a character and he is the dude over this thing called inside the vault and he's a financial literacy podcast for everyday people who aspire to be millionaires host i am ash cash executive producer whoever that is and he's part of this thing called the eyl network
2: This is what he's built.
1: And, I, and I'm sure, and, and he, he's sitting, if you notice, he sits in, he sits his, his guests in front of, appears to be an imaginary vault, and they have conversations about money inside of this vault or in front of the vault, or they're kind of, I'm not sure if they're supposed to be in the vault when they're talking, or they're going to go in the vault when they're done. I don't quite know. I I, I can't quite... I I don't know. Okay. I I don't know. But here's what I do know. He says, you got to match frequencies and you got to confuse the universe. Let's do something because remember why I'm here. Remember why I'm here. Then the Lord said to him, know for certain for that after 400 years, your descendants will be strangers in a country, not their own, that they will be enslaved and mistreated there. But I will punish the nation that they serve as slaves and afterward, they will come out with great wealth. This is for collective people to come out with great wealth, right? And he said, match frequencies. So let's do just a quick search on slaves and volts.
2: Maybe there's something there. Let's see. Let's see what we find. Because what you're. Oh. Mm. You start looking up slave and vaults. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. So here's what we'll do
1: we'll Google it. You always tell me to Google it. S- slaves inside the vault. He's matching frequencies, he's confusing the universe. Inside the vault, slave tags. Inside the vault, primary sources about enslaved people.
2: He's matching frequencies, right? Inside the Vault,
0: Slave Tags. Hi, I'm Beth Huffer, Curator of Books and Manuscripts at the Gilder Lehrman Institute of American History. Today, we're inside the Gilder Lehrman Collection Vault looking at collection documents. The Gilder Lehrman Collection is known for its manuscripts, but we actually have over 300 three-dimensional objects. These two metal tags were used to identify slaves in South Carolina. Slave owners wishing to rent out their slaves for day labor were required to pay an annual tax to the city of Charleston. Slaves that worked on plantations only for their owners were not required to wear these tags. Compliance with the tax was shown by wearing the slave tags and they came with stiff fines for non-compliance. The earliest known tag is dated 1800 and the practice continued through the Civil War. These are one of thousands of items in the Gilder Lehrman collection. If you would like to learn more, please.
1: Here's a question I have. If God is not the author of confusion, who is? Who is the author of confusion? When we encounter conflicting opinions about gospel's truth, it is good to remember that God is not the author of confusion, but of peace. Who is the author of chaos? That's the whole book. I really wanna know, God's order extends far beyond earth materials, but into the life of a man and the ways of life upon earth. In order that that thing be done properly in an orderly manner, there has to be a fixed set of rules. Without order, there is confusion. God is not a God of disorder or confusion, but of peace. Does God confuse the wicked? Confuse the wicked, O Lord. Confound their speech. For I see violence and strife in the city. Does nobody, Does the Bible say God is not author of confusion? God is not the author of confusion, but of peace. What does it mean that God is not the author of confusion? I'm I'm just doing research here, y'all. I'm doing this on the spot. For God is not the author of confusion, And peace. Deals with uh, with some problems the Corinthians had regarding speaking in tongues and prophesying during the gathering of believers for worship, prayer, and teaching what we would today call church service. Things had been getting out of hand in Corinth. When the church met, people were speaking in tongues with no one interpreting. And more than one person was prophesizing at the same time. And chaos was the result. Then Paul makes application. So if the whole church comes together and everyone speaks in tongues and inquiries or unbelievers come in, will they not say that you are out of, out of your mind? If unbelievers hear everyone speaking an unknown language, they will think you are crazy. God is not the author of confusion. It, to keep order, if a person speaks in tongues as part of a church service, there must be an interpreter present to translate for everyone else. All I'm saying is this
2: dude, this Ash Cash dude, he's saying
1: abundance is your birthright that's what he that's what that's what the shirt says and he's the founder of abundance community that's what this guy is saying he is i'm not i didn't do
4: any of this I say in everything you do, even as an entrepreneur, you should over-deliver, always, right? Because what happens is, when I was a teller, I was over-delivering, I was doing customer service. When I was customer service, I was over-delivering, I was being a personal banker. When I was a personal banker, I was over-delivering, I was acting like I was the manager, right? What happens is, now, number one, just from an energetic perspective, because I'm a big believer of the law of attraction, from an energy perspective, I'm being what I wanna be, right? I'm not, like, like I'm not waiting until I'm, have multi-millions in my account to be a multi-millionaire talk I'm a multi-millionaire right now I and move me. and walk and talk like a multi-millionaire you got to be it first because once you be at the universe you confuse your, the universe like yo what's up yo this dude <laughs> what's yo what's me? up with this dude he moving like a multi-millionaire he ain't got no mil- yo hurry up let's, let's put some <laughs> millions in the account
3: you, you know what I'm saying say? like so you got to confuse the universe
1: look I know what he's, I think I know what he's trying to say. I think he's saying, I th- well, actually I don't because he's confusing the universe. So that means I'm confused because I am of the universe. What I will say is I, I can't even try to interpret what he's saying. But what I do know is Robert Smith at the same time that that video goes out, Robert Smith snags nine billion dollars in his new fund.
2: That's what I do, though. Oh, boy.
1: So people are so focused on the hustle and being in the spotlight.
2: That they'll say anything.
1: there's a new game in town. You don't have to be in the spotlight, you don't have to confuse the universe, you don't have to trick it. Oh. Ooh. What's the five gold the five laws of gold? Ooh, I just thought about that. Cuz if you're confusing it, you're tricking it, right? Oh man. Oh, my goodness. The Five Laws of Gold. This is from uh, The Richest Man of Babylon, one of the great books. You don't have to believe this, but it's in here. The Five Laws of Gold and Those Who Disobeyed. So let's see. Number one, write these down, y'all, and get the book. Number one, gold loves those who save 10%. Okay. Check. Two, gold likes to multiply. Gold laboreth diligently and contently for the wise owner who finds for it profitable employment, multiplying it even as uh, the flocks of the field. Okay, cool. Gold loves a cautious owner. Gold clingeth to the protection of the cautious owner who invests under the advice of men wise in its handling. Okay, makes sense. Gold favors those who study investments. Gold slippeth away from the man who invests in it in business or in prop purposes with which he is not familiar, or which are not approved by those skilled in his keep. Okay, makes sense. Gold and qu- get rich quick schemes don't mix. Okay, gold flees the man who would force it to impossible earnings, or who follows the alluring advice of tricksters. Could here's the here's the debate, y'all. Is confusing the universe and tricking the universe basically the same thing? If it is, that he's a trickster. So let's see. Is confusing and tricking in the same realm? Let's pull it up. So what are the synonyms? Oh, boy. Why? why? How do these things come to me? Synonyms of
2: confusing.
1: Okay, he said he confused the universe. So let's see the word confuse. Bewilder, baffle, mystify. I don't see the word trick. The word trick, I don't see the word trick. Oh, similar, complicate, jumble. He might be okay. He may not be a trickster. Now, let's look up the synonyms for the word trickster or the definition. Let's hopefully the word confusion and trickster don't uh, swindler, cheat, fraud, froster. Okay, uh, imposter. Okay, nothing about confusing. So what's the definition of trickster? Let's let's get down to this just moment of truth. Define trickster. A person who cheats or deceives people. Okay, we got to go a little deeper, because then what? What is the definition of deceive? Does that mean to confuse? We're getting close. Define deceive. Oh, oh, please, please don't tell me. Okay, deceive. Cause someone to believe something that is not true, typically in order to gain some personal advantage. That's close. Is does is that basically confusing them? Deceive, cause someone to believe something that is not true. Oh, give a mistaken impression, fail to admit to oneself that something is true. Y'all, to cause to believe what is not true, mislead, to be dishonest, misleading. I don't see. Okay. So let's ask this. The difference between confusing and tricking. Oh, boy. What's the difference between confuse and deceive? Oh, no. Oh, no. Here we go. Y'all. What are the different? Oh, here we go. You confuse someone when you try to keep someone someone's doubts alive or give them wrong information so as to limit them from knowing things clearly. You deceive someone when you try to make someone to believe something, providing them with wrong information. For your personal gain. Oh, this is too close. This is a close one, y'all. What is a better word for confusing? Baffled, confused, mystified, at a loss, confused, perplexed. It's close. It's, this one is almost too close to call. But what I'm hearing, oh, to cheat or trick someone, border never confuse them again. It's close. Confused or fooled. The difference between confused and fooled. Fooled is, oh boy, oh no.
2: Oh no, here it is
1: trick an action that's meant to deceive someone number two something done to surprise or confuse someone and make other people laugh it's a trick confused oh no oh no 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 the fifth law of gold gold flees the man who would force it to impossible earnings or who would fall off the alluring advice of tricksters and schemers, or who trusted to his own inexperience and romantic desires in investment,
2: which is the exact opposite, the exact opposite
4: of this. I say in everything you do, even as an entrepreneur, you should over-deliver, always, right? Because what happens is, when I was a teller, I was over-delivering, I was doing customer service. When I was customer service, I was over-delivering, I was being a personal banker. When I was a personal banker, I was over-delivering, I was acting like I was the manager, right? What happens is, now, number one, just from an energetic perspective, because I'm a big believer of the law of attraction, from an energy perspective, I'm being what I wanna be, right? I'm not, like, I'm not waiting until I'm, multi millions in my account to be a multi millionaire. I'm a multi millionaire right now. I move any. and walk and talk like a multi millionaire. You gotta be it first because once you be it, the universe you confuse the universe. Like yo, what's up, yo? This dude, <laughs> what's yo, what's up with this dude? He moving like a multi
3: millionaire. He ain't got no mil-
4: yo. Hurry up. Let's let's put some <laughs> millions in the account. You, you know what I'm trying to say, like so you gotta confuse the universe. I say in everything you do, even as an entrepreneur, you should overdeliver always, right? Mm-hmm. Because what happens is when I was a teller, I was over-delivering, I was doing customer service. When I was customer service, I was over-delivering.
1: I mean this in the most respectful way possible.
0: Never let the hustle become greater than its purpose. Let me say this again, never let the hustle becomes greater than its purpose. Why are you hustling? Well, of course, you're hustling to take care of your family. You're hustling to position yourself better in that job. You're hustling to open that business. You're going to the gym. You're hustling. Why? You want a different body. You want to perfect your body. You're hustling. You're doing your hair. You're buying clothes. You're you're hustling. You're hustling to be happy. You're hustling to, to get that guy's attention. You're hustling to get that woman's attention. We're all hustlers. Why are you hustling? If you're hustling to fulfill God's purpose on the earth, then be careful that you get so caught up in the hustle and forget that it's all for the glory of God and not
2: for yourself.
1: All I can do is present what I see. I can't force anyone else to see what I see. But I do want to give a shout out to one of my new favorite podcasts, secluded thoughts. She also has something to say too. listen to this.
3: Re-evaluate your life and start making some changes on who is in it versus changing who you are to fit who is in it because you have to protect yourself. Reevaluate evaluate your life and start making some changes on who is in it versus changing who you are to fit who is in it because you have to protect yourself.
1: You gotta do what you gotta do. But I'm gonna say, be very careful of the advice that you take, because if you read the five laws of gold inside of the richest man in Babylon, if you are a believer uh, that there's some wisdom inside of the Bible, if you are paying attention to how uh, slaves and votes have a really bad history with one another, if you are paying any attention to anything that I am telling you, you will catch what I'm saying. Okay. God is not the author of confusion. And I would deploy you to not be the author of confusion. There are people in this game who are tricksters. There are people in this game who are here to confuse you and confuse the universe. So then money can go into their pocket. And see, when they confuse the universe, where do you think their money's coming from? The money is coming from you, the listener. To buy their courses, to invest in what they're doing they're confusing the universe and the unit who's in the universe. You it makes me think of this video that's been spreading around. This is how angry I am. I'm, I'm trying to play it cool. So I'm gonna let I'm gonna transmute my anger through this lady and give it to you straight like this
3: what's happening Hold on. and I hope you make your decision when, when November comes. I'm Winner. pissed as a motherfucker. Yeah, I'm going I'm mad as a motherfucker. Hold on. Hold on, I on, Council am. Council because Winner. I know what's been going on. I know somebody came to my office and asked me to deal with this stuff because they've been asked to be paid $3,000 I'm, to I'm get their right stuff. Now. I'm, I'm sick a- of it.
1: You gotta pay attention to what's going on out here. If you miss it, if you miss it, it would just, if you miss it, you'll look at it and say, oh, yeah, okay, confuse it. And it sounds kind of right, but man, it misses the mark so much. It just, it, it's not quite, see, there's a, a saying about spirit of uh, discernment. See if I can find that quote. There's a quote about discernment. It's it's the difference between knowing what is right and almost right. Let's see if I can find that almost right. Let me see if I can find that almost right quote.
2: Here we go. Discernment.
1: You might not be able to see that over there discernment is not knowing the difference between right and wrong. It is knowing the difference between right and almost right. Almost right. So this
2: Ash Cash guy,
1: he was close. He says, confuse the universe, which means technically trick the universe. And once you start tricking things, you become a trickster. And once you become a trickster, that means in the five laws of gold, we can't trust you. That's what it says. On the five laws of gold, where to go? Right here. Coming up. where to go? Guard thy treasures from laws. Yes. Make thy gold multiply. Yes. Control thy expenditures. Yes. Start. Okay. But where, oh, here it is. Here it is. Gold flees the man. And so see, he's right. The gold may not flee him. He's going to confuse the universe. Gold flees the man who would force it to impossible earnings or who would follow the alluring advice. It's very alluring. What does the word alluring mean? See, I was going to go, but now every time I'm I'm about to go, every time I I, I say, no, we got to dig deeper. We gotta dig a little because what I don't want y'all to think is I'm I'm hating. We gotta dig deeper. The alluring, the alluring, the alluring advice. Powerfully and mysteriously attractive or fascinating, seductive. So you know what people were asking in the uh, in the comments of that video? Oh, this is oh man, thank you. Holy Spirit. Before every before every episode, I ask the Holy Spirit, please make sure that I am I'm a, I'm a, in alignment, I'm focused, and I'm really looking at this thing the right way. Look at the comment section of the same video. And people are saying 100, yeah, that works. Works wonders in the hospitality industry too. Appreciate the love. That's what this Ash Cash guy is saying. Love this energy straight like that okay, but calm down, bro. And then he's laughing. Why is he shouting? I used to listen to loud music. Well, I would say this. Oh. Confuse the universe, the guy laughs. Haha, ha! crazy. sense. I strongly believe in the law of attraction. Facts only. Let's put some millions in the account. But um, there was a part here, why is he shouting? I think he's shouting because alluring advice is powerful. And it's mysteriously attractive. And it's fascinating. It's seductive.
2: It's alluring.
1: If you can't see it, you can't see it. I think what he was saying is very alluring. I say in everything you do, even as a... That's why he's put. It's very alluring. Powerful and mysteriously attractive. Yes. Confused. No, no, we're not tricksters. Robert Smith, I don't see one thing about tricking anyone or confusing anyone with the $9 billion. Did anybody see anything about tricking anyone? No one, no one tricked anything on that one. Matter of fact, let's go back and look at another article on it. Here it is: Robert Dallas Morning News. Robert Smith's Vista Equity raises nine billion. Let's see, because he was saying you got to do all this, you got to act like a millionaire, and you got to confuse. Yes, what he was saying. Let's see. Let's see if he confused anyone. Led by the billionaire, raising $20 billion, early capital pledges, reemergence, based in, it's basically the same article. They just took it from Bloomberg. Oh, yeah, see? They, just t- they took the same article from Bloomberg and put it in Dallas Morning News. Did anybody else talk about it? Here it is. a week ago. Vista Equity Partners among the first major U.S. private equity firms to do what? What did they do? Business Wire. Oh, private funds to advance global ESG strategy with portfolio-wide participation in climate program. Cool. Actually, I didn't know that. I had to look at that later. Moving App Updater. Yeah. See, earlier they said they they invested two hundred fifteen million dollars in the App Updater. I just I'm not. It's very. This is very peaceful exchange of information for me no one's yelling at me there's no hands flying in the air there's no confusion there's no tricksters do y'all not see the difference it's just it's just me is it just me so what i want you to do is i want you to come listen to how to acquire podcast because on last week we sat we sat down and we studied michael lee Chen. He's one of the uh, few black billionaires in the world from Jamaica, I think he lives in Canada. I'm sure he goes back and forth and we broke down his five laws of wealth creation. And then coming up, there'll be another episode where we're gonna break down someone else again. And when you go over there, you let me know if I'm confusing you and if I'm tricking you or not. I'm trying to bring clarity to this game and it's people who are addicted to the hustle it's the people who are addicted to the hustle who are giving you alluring advice. Gold flees the man who would force it to impossible earnings or who follow or who follow the alluring advice of tricksters and schemers or who trust it to his own inexperience and romantic desires and investments. Now, you can take this information and say, no, That doesn't fit that Ash Cash guy, I disagree. Well, then fine. All I can do is lay it on the table, publish it, and you can decide for yourself. But I know one thing. (laughs) I know one thing. I know one thing very, very well. And it's this. The people, once they find out what's really going on out here, they're going to be really upset.
3: What's happening, and I hope you make your decision when, when November comes. I'm pissed minute. as a motherfucker, yeah, I'm going say I'm mad as a motherfucker. Hold on. Hold on, I am. Because I know what's been going on. I know somebody came to my office and asked me. To deal with this stuff because they've been asked to be paid. Let's a research I'm, to I'm get gonna recess this meeting right stuff. now. I'm, I'm sick a- of it.